It's bobby pin flying, aisle running, handkerchief waving revival in the city of Samaria. A city most thought didn't deserve to hear the gospel, but God knew better. That's why he sent a preacher named Philip to a social outcast city named Samaria. Let's slip into one of those services. The streets are packed already, and Reverend Philip's in front of everyone. He's mid-sermon. He's excited. He's pumping his fists. Veins are bulging in his forehead, and the people are right there with him. They're on their feet, waving their hands, shouting amen as loud as their lungs will allow. Until now, the only preacher Samaria heard was a swindling sorcerer named Simon. He was all about the money, not ministry. Simon padded his pockets by fooling everyone into believing his witchcraft had real power to help and save them. But Philip came along preaching the gospel, and for the first time, hungry and hurting people felt real power. While Philip is opening wide the word of God, they're opening wide their hearts, and God is opening wide the heavens to heal and help them. That's what we call good church. When he finished preaching, he was sweat-soaked and wrung out, but people flooded toward him by the hundreds because they want what he has. Then they lined up in front of the water because in his message he preached to them of the beauty of baptism. According to the book of Acts, baptism is the way to wash away our sins. It's the way we enter into covenant relationship with Jesus. Luke wrote in the book of Acts what God told him. When they believed Philip preaching concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, they were baptized, both men and women. An entire city of people who used to believe in Simon and his sorcery just realized neither Simon nor his sorcery could forgive one sin or save one sinner. When people left his services, they did leave impressed, and they were amazed. How did he do that? But they were still guilt-ridden and couldn't do one thing about their guilt. But once they heard the gospel about the one who died and was buried and rose from the grave, and once they tasted the power of God, they believed in Jesus. Great day to you, Simplify listeners. You are listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to part two of this series called The Gospel. And this is about baptism on Simplify. But it wasn't enough for them to just believe Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the grave. That just means they believe something happened in history. And it's not just enough for us. I don't find any story in the New Testament church when people believed, then stopped at believing, or even where they stopped at repentance. They took the next step toward Jesus when they stepped into the water to be baptized in Jesus' name. There were some in the New Testament church who had a real and real powerful relationship with God. But God had more for them, and he has more for us. If you have believed in Jesus, you're well on your way. If you've repented of your sins like you learned about last time, you're even farther on your way. But it's time to take the next step toward Jesus, to step in the water and be baptized in Jesus' name. For the first time in his lifetime, Simon the sorcerer felt real power that couldn't be produced by sleight of hand or smoke and mirrors. When he felt the genuine power of God, Simon realized there really is a God greater than all of us, and Simon himself lined up at the water to be baptized. Hey, Simon, hey, come here, bro. You, you Be careful. I mean, you got a good thing going. you got a pretty good gig here. You, you've got everything to lose. You make your living by making these people believe you've got something. Don't mess that up. Simon wowed his audience for years. They could not figure out how he was doing what he was doing. They began to believe that he really was a God or he was from God or supernatural of some stripe. But Simon knew better. When they went home at the end of the night, they were amazed. When Simon went home at the end of the night, he knew he was a fraud. He knew it was all just a trick. 
But when Philip came along preaching the gospel, Simon the sorcerer was wowed. The teacher became the student. Wait a minute, how did he do that? How did Philip make the handicapped whole and the lame to leap? How, how was he opening blind eyes? Simon could wow them, but he couldn't heal them. If Simon believed and was baptized, he would lose his following and his living. But here's the power of the gospel. Simon himself believed the gospel and lined up at the water to be baptized. Simon would testify that there is no power like the power of God, and there is no name like the name of Jesus. And nowhere do his power and his name meet together like they do in baptism. That is where we invoke his name to invite his power to wash away our sins. If you're tired of walking around carrying the guilt of your past, it's time to step in the water. The name of Jesus will bring the power of Jesus to forgive your sins and give you a brand new beginning. As fast as they could line up, Philip and his crew were baptizing them in Jesus' name, and Jesus was forgiving them and washing their sins away. Peter and John saw the videos on Instagram and came over to see how goes the revival. And they found people still wet from the water, but beaming because they were forgiven. And as they prayed with these newly baptized believers, God filled them with a precious gift of his Holy Spirit. Samaria was in fuego. Life could not get any better for Pastor Philip. And then without warning, God transferred Philip from the city to the boonies. God sent Philip to the desert. What is he doing here? Is he going to preach to tumbleweed the rest of his life? As he left his sandal prints in the sand, all of a sudden he saw a chariot a few yards away with the Ethiopian flag and blazed on its doors. Oh, people. Yes, people. It was good to see someone again. Philip ran over to catch up with the chariot, and when he did, he found one man with the scriptures in his hand and confusion on his face. This man was the secretary of the treasury for the nation of Ethiopia. He and Queen Candace played cornhole on the weekends. He was powerful, he was popular, but he was hungry for God. And he had come to Jerusalem to learn more about God. He was pouring through the scriptures, reading from the prophet Isaiah, but he was more confused the more he read. He read from Isaiah 53. He is led as a sheep to the slaughter, as a lamb before his shearers is silent. He opened not his mouth. And Philip asked, Hey, you understand what you're reading? And he just shook his head. I got no idea. Is, is Isaiah, is he talking about himself or somebody else? Who, who is led as a sheep to the slaughter? And Philip got that look in his eye. It's that look we get when someone says, hey, can you tell me more about Jesus? <laughs> he invited Philip up into the chariot, and from that selfsame scripture, Philip preached the gospel to the secretary of the treasury of Ethiopia. And as Philip preached, he believed. And as Philip opened the word of God, the man opened up his heart. This is exactly how revival in Samaria started. This was deja vu for Philip. Then, while they were riding along in their automobile, the secretary of the treasury of the nation of Ethiopia saw a pool of water and cried out, Whoa! Look, preacher, water. What keeps me from being baptized? And Philip responded, Well, if you believe with all your heart, you can. And he replied, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. When they saw the water, he stopped the chariot. They both jumped down in the water, and Philip baptized him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Philip went his way preaching, and the Ethiopian went his way rejoicing because his sins had just been washed away. That's why we get so excited about baptism. It has the power to wash away the sins of the down and out and the up and out. Anybody who's out, baptism has the power to wash away their sins. Philip did make sure he believed before he was baptized, which is one reason we wait to baptize children until they're old enough to believe. 
Nobody can be baptized before they believe, but everybody must be baptized once they believe. Because baptism is not just nice, it's necessary. It's the only means God has chosen to remit or pay the penalty for our sins. If you've already been filled with God's Holy Spirit, but you've not yet been baptized in Jesus' name, you need to complete your born-again experience with God by being baptized in His name. Repentance and baptism in Jesus' name identify us with Jesus' death and burial. For Paul said in Romans 6, we're buried with him by baptism into death. When we're baptized, we bury our sinful past and rise out of the water a new man or woman or child or teenager with a fresh start and a clean slate, a forgiven past, a fresh future, old things passed away, all things are become new. When we're baptized in Jesus' name, we put on Jesus. For as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. We shed our filthy rags of righteousness. We put on the righteousness of God. We belong to him. We wear his righteousness. We wear his name. When we're baptized, our sins are washed away. So when he sees us, he doesn't see our sinful past anymore. He sees the blood he shed to cover us when we were baptized in his name. When we are baptized in water in Jesus' name and baptized with the gift of his Holy Spirit, we are declared righteous. We are declared justified in the sight of our holy God. No longer guilty, now forgiven. Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose from the grave. That's not too good to be true. That's the gospel. Maybe you've already obeyed the gospel. This would be a good time to just give thanks to God for his goodness in your life and for allowing you to hear the gospel and to ask him to use you to share his good news with others. Or maybe you've not obeyed the gospel and perhaps you've already repented as we learned last week. Or maybe you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus and be baptized in water in his name. Well, this would be a good time to pray and ask the Lord to lead you in his word and to a church family where you can be baptized in Jesus' name. Let's pray together. Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the hope you have. I thank you, God, for the gospel, that you still wash away sin, that you still want to be in covenant relationship with us. I do pray you would lead everyone who has not yet been baptized to take that step in their relationship with you and be baptized in your precious name. I thank you for those who already have. And I pray, God, lead all of us to somebody who needs to hear this gospel, who needs to hear good news amidst bad news. I pray, Jesus, use us for your glory and to minister to others this glorious gospel. I praise you and thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Simplify. If you are interested or maybe you feel like God has been leading you to take this next step in your relationship with him and have never been baptized but want to be, you can visit either Facebook and talk to me and I can help you find a church or you can go to upci.org. That stands for United Pentecostal Church International and that is the website for the church of which I'm a part who will be sure you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ by immersion in water just as everybody who was baptized since Jesus rose from the grave and the New Testament was baptized in his name. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Once again, you can find me on Facebook at lj.harry or Twitter and Instagram, l-j-a-n-d-a-n-d-r-e-a. That's L-J and Andrea. And I'll be happy to help answer your questions and hopefully help you find a church nearby you. And next week, we'll complete this little mini-series about the gospel. And if you thought repentance and baptism was something, just wait until you're filled with the gift of God's Holy Spirit.
That's how we respond to this beautiful truth that he rose from the grave and we too rise to walk in a new life, all thanks to his Holy Spirit. Looking forward to talking about that with you next week and always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.